Welcome to the Love Good Podcast brought to you by our patrons. This is Jimmy Mitchell, your host. Join me each week as I sit down with artists and thought leaders to chat about music, culture, and what we call the art of being human. You see, Love Good's more than a subscription company. We're a movement of artists and patrons who believe in the power of beauty to evangelize our culture. And we're so pumped you're here. Oh boy, I'm so excited. Let's be honest. Jackie Minson is a Love Good favorite, and she has been for about a year or two. She is our guest on the podcast this week. She's no stranger to the podcast. In fact, you can go back and I think about a year ago, almost a year and a couple months ago, we had Jackie on the podcast right around the time of this big, big conference that we were helping out with and that she was a big part of called SLS. I want to say it was in Phoenix, Arizona, but to be honest, 2020 blurred out my memory so bad that I can't remember anything before 2020 anymore. I mean, like, where were we in 2019? Remember back when the world was, you know, normal? I don't know. Kind of crazy, but I'll tell you, Jackie Minson is anything but crazy. She is wildly talented. She is amazingly genuine in pursuit of a gift that she's cultivating constantly, a gift of songwriting, a gift of performing. And it's not even for her performing. It's this deep sharing of who she is every time she picks up that guitar with a microphone in front of her. And anybody who has seen her live, it's almost, I hate to use the word mystical. I mean, that's a little much, right? But it's kind of mystical, not gonna lie. She is truly one of our favorites. She's the featured artist in this seasonal package going out to our patrons, which I'll tell you all about a little bit later on. But just know that we're gonna get to hear some stories behind her very first full-length album. That really is exclusively available to our patrons. You really can't get it anywhere else right now. And it's really exciting to just kick back and, and hear these stories, but also to kind of have a, it's a bit of a philosophical conversation, actually. Marisol is the one who does this interview, and they dive into just the beauty of family and the power of memory, the power of memory. It's a, it's a lower power of the soul. We forget that the memory is it's not meant to haunt us. So often it does. It's actually meant to bless us. Anyways, this is a great conversation. Jackie's absolutely a gem and really pumped to say that in just over a week, we're going to have a live stream concert with Jackie. And it's going to be an opportunity to hear many of these songs from this brand new album live from the Love Good Studio. But again, we'll tell you more about that at the end of the episode. Kick back for now and enjoy this beautiful song called In The Middle. Again, this is live from Love Good, but this is a Jackie Minson song. It's off of her brand new album, Earnest Voice, that doesn't even release until March 19th. And we hope you enjoy it. And in a moment, Marisol will be back with Jackie Minson. You saw through my tattered cover And I'm beginning to discover Who I want to be to know if you want to be with me. Is it so hard to believe that I don't want to leave this page? I fear that we will be someplace different by the end of it. I've always hated spoiled endings and I'm afraid of new beginnings. But we can start this story 
Well, welcome to the Love Good Podcast, Jackie Minton. How are you today? Good. Thanks, Marisol. It is a beautiful day in Nashville. It is. Yes. And Jackie, you and I have quite the history. (laughs) So not only have we been on tour together, we've worked together. We also actually live together, which is a little bit of a love good secret. I wasn't going to bring that up. We were going to say, okay, so we have this rule, Jackie and I have this rule that we never talk about living together because we've done it like once or twice at shows and it throws everybody completely off. We so like, confuse everyone. It just confuses everyone. So we'll be at a show and I'll say something like, introducing my roommate, Jackie, or something. And then like after that, people will come up to me and say things like, Love Good is this great place where like artists come and like live together in one house. And we're like, wait, no, sorry. Like that is not what happens. <laughs> but like it makes sense when people think that because like right. that's what registers Absolutely. in their head. But um, definitely not like what love good's all about. However, we do happen to live together in a beautiful home here in Nashville yes. with a, some other women, yep. lots of other women. And it's a great That's a coincidence. That yeah, all coincidence, <laughs> like all totally coincidence, but it is a joy living with Jackie. <laughs> and it is a joy being on tour with Jackie. I think cuz it also is funny, we do have very different schedules. Yes. Yeah. So even when you're though we live in the same house, I don't see you very much throughout yeah. the week. Yeah, and like the most time we spend together is on tour. Yeah. Like way more than we spend in the house. And so being on tour is really like kind of where most of our friendship has developed, which is beautiful. And yeah, being on tour together is fun. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But it is also interesting. Like everybody who spends a lot of time together living in community or working in community knows that like, that's where personality conflicts come out, but also where you can understand. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to bring up conflicts first, but it's also where you can see like complementary personalities. I think we do have right. very complementary personalities. Yes, for sure. And I think all of our patrons that have seen any of our like the Love Good shows see that. Right. They can see our complementary personalities, but that also definitely comes out like on the road and driving right. together, Absolutely. planning out like we're going to sleep here. We're going to like pray here. We're going to... Chill like, here. Chill here, work here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, what a joy. What's maybe before we get into the album and all the exciting things, what's maybe like your favorite experience, like being on tour with Love Good in general? Yeah, it's so hard to choose. Yeah. I mean, really, every tour, every show is so different and yeah. just such a gift. But if I had to choose one moment, I think just like the first time that we pulled up to Zip, mm-hmm. Rosetta's driveway and just like, walked into his home and that like my very first show I think that was my first love good fireside yeah I remember this um we were just making a a day trip there and yeah that just really opened my eyes to the beautiful community of love good to what the power is of gathering people to listen to music live Mm -hmm. and it was just such a special night and that yeah just totally like burst my heart open and thinking about it still does yeah, I think Zipper Zippa gets a shout out almost any time anything like tour or concert oh, related comes up. Like even with me and Jimmy, um, <laughs> he's just gotten more shout outs on the podcast than I think any of our other patrons, but he deserves them. Yeah, he's really, really <laughs> yes, special. He's special. Awesome. Well, this is an exciting month for you, for yeah. us, like, but especially for you. <laughs> you have your very first full length album. Yeah. That is coming out. Yeah. And so tell me how you feel inside with all of that coming out soon. Uh, excitement, for sure. Mm-hmm. Disbelief. I mean, I've been laboring over these songs and and some some of them I've just straight up put up on the shelf mm. and wasn't really sure when I was going to get the opportunity to record them again or ever, some of them. And so it's just a bit of disbelief and shock 
that it's finally the time. It's the songs are going to come out and people are going to hear them and they'll be able to listen to them whenever they want. Yeah. And yeah, that they'll have experiences of these songs outside of me playing for them live. It's just really, yeah, exciting and thrilling. So awesome. And so the album's called Earnest Voice. Yes. And it is dropping on March 19th. Yes. Which is exciting. But what's also exciting is that a lot of our patrons probably have it in their hands right now. We're going to get it today, tomorrow, the next day, because yeah. it was sent out yesterday. Yeah. Which is very exciting. Which is also just like a really beautiful thing that like we were able to partner on that, that our patrons get it first. Absolutely. And even I remember in one of our first conversations about that, like one of the, forgive me if I'm quoting you wrong, but <laughs> one thing you said is like, this is kind of like fitting that the patrons would get it first because right. a lot of our patrons actually heard all of these songs first. Right, exactly. And like even, also correct me if I'm wrong, like, we're a part of me even making this album possible. Absolutely. Which is just so exciting. And it's always beautiful to like work with artists like you and people who we really believe in, who Love Good is able to be a really big part of their career because this is what we've been about since day one. It's been about like helping beautiful music like come into existence and getting it in the hands of as many people as possible because mm -hmm. there aren't enough people out there like you and we need more music like what you're creating. And I think all of our patrons, especially people that have heard you live, would absolutely agree. So why don't you tell me a little bit about the song Fly? Because that is a crowd pleaser, as I usually say at our shows. Whenever you play Fly in front of a group of people, mm -hmm. everybody's just like taken back by it. And I think it's probably one of my favorite tracks on the album. Mm -hmm. But can you tell me a little bit about like what it was like to write that? Yeah, absolutely. So that is actually the oldest song mm -hmm. on the record. And I wrote it when I was about 15. We won't talk about my age right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was a while back. <laughs> it was a while back. And yeah, I was just getting home from some errands with my dad. And as we were pulling in the driveway, he looked up and saw this bird and felt like commenting on it. <laughs> I was like, that's a nice bird. And for whatever reason, that hit me a little bit. I don't know. I I just, I kind of remember like playing it off and being like, oh yeah, that's a nice bird, dad. Mm -hmm. And I walked inside and I wrote this song. And I mean, everyone when they're 15, you know, middle of high school is asking questions like, where do I belong in the world? What am I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. What are my gifts? What yeah. should I not do? Where am I supposed to go for college or after school or whatever it is? And so I was starting to ask those questions and frankly be overwhelmed by them. And so this song was really just thinking about the people that I knew in my life that had peace and lived out of that place and just thinking that it was so easy for them and then drawing the connection to the bird of birds <laughs> just fly. Yeah. They, nobody, I mean, their mama bird tells them, you know, like that mm -hmm. first time, like, hey, go fly, but they just do it, mm -hmm. which is incredible. And they don't like question like, oh, I don't know if I'm really, you know, meant to do this. Mm -hmm. I'm a bird. I have these wings, so I'm going to use them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you don't have to yeah, have a whole existential crisis before. So so that's really where the, the song came out of. And every time I sing it, it really is a special moment for me too, just because it came out of such an honest place. And even today, I tend to ask myself those existential questions of, mm -hmm. should I really be doing this? Or do I need to be doing that? And just accepting where I am and using the gifts that I have and being with the people that I've been given to be with and just accepting it all as gift has really been a journey and continues to be. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons why it is like a crowd favorite is because like that is something that 
everyone can relate to is this question of like, where do I belong? Like, mm. what, how am I going to fly? Like, we know we're made to do great things, mm. but how does one even do those great things? <laughs> yeah. And that's what's so beautiful about music. Like, beautiful, like well-written music too. It's like, it transcends all reality. It doesn't matter if you're 15 or 58, (laughs) which is not how old you are, but like, just saying, you're going to relate to that. And so definitely one of my faves, any patron that's been to any of our shows has heard it and everybody else can hear it on March 19th. Yeah. Or unless you're already a patron, you have the CD in your hands, obviously. Tell me a little bit about the like recording process, even the Kickstarter process. Like what was that like for you? How is it compared to other experiences you've had? Just like share a little bit from that space. Yeah. So I had big plans to travel abroad this Mm. summer. Oh, yes. Really big plans. I was planning to be out of the country for a month and a half to two months. And in March, when everything shut down and COVID became the reality and the reality of traveling disappeared, it was like, okay, what does God want me to do with this time? And what what's going to be the best use of it? Like, what else is on my heart to do? Because I really wanted to travel. And I was like, oh, record. Like, that's really like what's been knocking on my heart for the past, gosh, ever since <laughs> the last time I recorded an EP, which was in 2015. And just, yeah, really wanting to go back and document and reimagine the songs that I had written from so long ago and more recently too, and to just put them in like a physical, tangible form. Mm -hmm. So that took a lot of getting over my fears and (laughs) choosing courage and daring to ask people to enter into that with me because I knew that I couldn't do it alone, not based off of my own skill. Like I can't record music that well. (laughs) I can do like a a rough demo, but not something that other people should listen to primarily. (laughs) So yeah, and so knowing I needed other, another person on my team, a producer, musicians, because I love strings and I can't play a cello (laughs) or violin or anything. So wanting to find people to help me build these tracks and Yeah. And then also just budget wise, like realizing I cannot afford to make something that I want to make and that I think other people, songs that would be worthy of other people's hearing. Yes. And so I dared to start asking and it was July, the day we left for tour. Mm -hmm. And yeah, doing that on the same day as we were hitting the road. (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) Set up my like email marketing and social media and like try to get the word out. I was a hot mess. Yeah, I was too. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, but we made it through tour and the Kickstarter finished out strong in August. And in a couple days after it closed, I started recording with my producer, Evan Sealing. And it was just an incredible journey getting to work with him. Mm. And tell me a little, bit, a little bit about what it's like, like that creative process in the studio. Because I mean, at least I'm sure this is true for you too. But like for me, I've heard all these songs live like 150 times. <laughs> I'm not rolling my eyes because it's too much, just because it's too little actually. I've heard all these songs so many times, obviously acoustically, just you and the guitar in someone's backyard, like obviously as, as stripped down as you could get. Yeah. And then listening to these different songs I've heard so many times, but like with essentially a full band. Right. And a lot of them sound very differently, sound very different and like obviously had some other influence in. So like 
Was there detachment during that process? Was there Mm. like, you just fell more and more in love with each song? Like, tell me about what that was like for you to like hear your songs really change. Yeah. It was strange in some (laughs) cases. and Yeah. But also it was just so exciting. It was like rewriting the songs in some ways, not like entirely, but a little bit. Mm -hmm. And just having Evan and other musicians, frankly, that came in and brought their own spice to it. It was, yeah, just such, such a gift. Some songs definitely like required more of a detachment of being like, okay, this is the way I've always done it, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be the way that I always do it. And yeah, I think Fly was one of those where, yeah, just like tempo wise, we decided to take it a little faster. And so the song feels a little different and, but it's not, not a bad thing at all. And it, yeah, it was just so fun. And getting to work with Evan, who, who's such a talented multi-instrumentalist <laughs> and like just watching him really like go to town and like dream out parts of the songs, particularly I think of sleep talking and just like all the layers in that. And yeah, I remember, uh, I think it maybe yeah, that, that for December air, we were like laying down the guitar for the first time and he started like playing like a live like piano, like Mellotron effect on it. Mm -hmm. And like the first time his like fingers touched the keys, we were in separate rooms Mm -hmm. and I was, you know, in the guitar tracking room. He was like in the studio with like his piano set up and like plugged in. And I was like, you can't see the stupid smile on my face right now, (laughs) but I love this. And it was just really just such a delight. That's awesome. And I mean, tell me a little bit about like also Made of Memories Mm. also like definitely took a shift Mm. in how I've always heard you play it and how it ended up on the track. But I also want to back up like, because that's just such a beautiful song on the album. And I really would love for our listeners to hear the story behind it as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very layered song for me. I, I feel like there are a lot of different stories I could tell with this song just because it expresses so much truth about my family. Mm -hmm. And but on another note, <laughs> the song also, I've, I've started to name it Two Truths and a Lie. Oh, funny. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there's one part of the song that's not entirely true yet. We, My yeah. family, we call it a prophecy. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so the way that I, I wrote the song was I had just really been tired of not writing songs mm-hmm. as much as I, I've wanted to. And so I was like, okay, Jackie, at 10 a.m., on Friday morning, you are going to write a song. And earlier that week, I had gone to a country show with my friend, Jeremy. And I don't really venture into the country scene too much here in Nashville. And so he had pitched it to me as a writer's round that we were going to with another friend. And so it was like, yeah, sweet. So then we get there and I realize it's a country writer's round. <laughs> so like Hunter Hayes is playing. Oh, wow. I know. I love Hunter Hayes. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I would just like listening to all of these writers pour out their hearts and their stories and telling other people's stories and even just writing imaginative things Mm -hmm. that expressed truth about humanity and our lives, I just found really compelling. So I left from that really inspired and I was still thinking about it later that week. And so that's why this song is so different and country leaning in some ways, Mm -hmm. stylistically, just because it came from that place. But my mom is one of seven girls Oh, wow. I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a lot of music on that side of the family for me. And 
just like hearing stories about them growing up was, it's just interesting. All of them really love to sing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, my, my grandma on that side, my mom's mom, her name is Rosalie. Mm-hmm. And she would just like write notes on everything. So when my mom visited the house that she grew up in, she was like, just going to pose for a picture. She's actually pregnant with me at the time. Oh wow! And so there's this picture of her in front of the house that she grew up in, in Wisconsin. And she's pregnant with me and my dad took this picture. And she's just looking at this house that to her, when she was, you know, three, four, Mm -hmm. looked massive. But now it's just like this quaint little white house because she's grown up and it just feels like a different place for her now. So, and the tree that used to be smaller outside is now really big. Mm -hmm. And it was just such a strange experience. So she's posing for this picture and the couple that owns the house, like stop her and like realize that, (laughs) <laughs> she's taking a picture in front of their house. <laughs> and so they're like, what you doing? <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, I used to live here. And they're like, you're one of the girls. And she's like, yeah, my name's Amy. And they're like, no way. Let, like, let me, let's, can we show you something? So that they like bring her inside, her and my dad, like get a whole tour of what the house looks like on the inside now. And the like laundry room in the basement still has the names of each of the daughters where my grandma Rosalie used to fold their clothes and stack them for them to take. Um, And so, but my grandma Rosalie was just really organized, wrote notes on everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm the same way. Like if it's not not in writing, it's not real. Yeah. (laughs) And I appreciate that you know that about me too. (laughs) So yeah, just like recognizing that even like quirks like that mm-hmm. come from a place in us and from our family and our past down. And so even though that was a, a memory of my mom's, I consider that, you know, part of my family's story. Mm-hmm. And right after I wrote it, my grandfather passed away from Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. And so just like even seeing him hold on in those last months, he passed away in September and I wrote the song in August, was made me think about the way that memory shapes us and just the beauty of his life and my family and wanting to share that in a tangible way. So yeah, there are parts of the song that are written from my mom's perspective um, of visiting the house that she grew up in. The beginning of the song, I would say, is more from my perspective, Mm -hmm. just like wanting to go back to certain places in my memory or back home. And it's just not the same Mm -hmm. when you're there. And then the last is like that lie prophecy, whatever you want to call it, (laughs) about someday when, you know, my brother or someone in my family goes on to have kids of their own and Mm -hmm. how, you know, they raise them and how those memories of my families will shape them. Yeah. And I love that line that says like, and I can see that you are made of a memory Mm. and how the whole song you talk about all of these memories and then you're holding this baby and you're realizing like, but even you, like obviously this baby doesn't have a memory yet. Right. right. <laughs> and yeah. this baby doesn't even have very long yeah. of a life behind it. But even this child like carries on, like you said, like the habits of his right parents and grandparents yeah. and just this like family history that we have that like things that we don't even recall ourselves are still part of us. Yeah. Like, we're still made of that. Yeah. And so I want to share this with you. I haven't told you the story yet because it happened two days ago. (laughs) (laughs) But when I was just up in Wisconsin with my boyfriend's family and like his grandmother's also struggling with dementia right now. And that's just like a big theme of their family. I think anyone that has 
a family member that's struggling with any kind of memory. You're, it's it's a very contemplative experience where you're reflecting on like, what does it mean to remember? like, yeah. And what does it mean to lose that big piece of you? And I played that song for them and I told them the story. I, I told them the story about, first of all, that your mother's from Wisconsin and that's yeah. where they're from. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> and I told them about like your, your grandfather and we lived together at that time. So I remember yeah. that experience for you. And just like, we had had so many conversations about memory that weekend that like I played it for my boyfriend and his little brother and a few other people. And we all just like had this, it just like sparked this beautiful conversation about like these things that we'd already all been thinking and praying about. But that, like I said before, like it transcends your experience, like all experiences, like we all can relate to this. Like we all understand how important and beautiful like the gift of memory is and how beautiful it is to reflect on our own memories and like our family history and all these things. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing. So good. That. So go stream that song on Spotify. It's, yeah. it's already out. When did it come out? It came out January 8th. Okay. So awesome. Yeah. And then the rest comes out March 19th. Yes. So let's talk about what's coming up next week and the week after. <laughs> <laughs> so next Thursday, which is March 11th, we are doing a live stream right here from the Love Good Studio. Yeah. And so people will have the opportunity to stream a concert. I most people probably haven't been to concerts in a while, which is yeah for me. It's been a, a hot minute. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while for me too. So they'll get to hear your lovely voice and some great songs from that album next Thursday, March 11th. And you can sign up by going to lovegoodlive.com. And anyone that becomes a patron, either at the live stream or even right now, by going to lovegoodlive.com and scrolling down and clicking subscribe, will receive your your album before anybody else which is really exciting. And so definitely check out the live stream next Thursday. Definitely become a patron if you'd like to hear Jackie's music before anybody else. <laughs> and then March 19th is the release date. Yeah, yeah. Which is so It's going to be exciting. everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. So I'm sure a lot of people know this, but stream, stream, stream on Spotify. Like the first couple days matter a ton when an album comes out, when you're like, so if you have Spotify or Apple Music or however you listen to music, like on that day, the next day, the next day, like listen to it as much as you possibly can. If you have Mm -hmm. to like turn the volume down to like this part and then put it on repeat like all night long, like do that. (laughs) And it's a great idea. I don't know if that's cheating the system. (laughs) Or you can just like listen to it intently for 12 hours straight, which is also a great idea. (laughs) But of course I meant the all night thing, like after you listen to it intently for a few hours, obviously. (laughs) Definitely go stream the album. And then where can everybody follow you on social media yeah, and everything? Yeah, um, You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Jackie Minton. And you can subscribe to my little letters email list mm. at JackieMinton.com. Um, and that's where I keep people updated on what's cooking with the music and in life and just how I love to reach out to people. So um, go there. And once again, become a patron at lovegoodlive.com to receive a autographed copy yeah. of your album. I forgot to mention that part. Autographed copy before anybody else. So yeah. this is a deal you don't want to pass up. <laughs> all right. I'm going to stop with my pitch voice now. <laughs> but, all right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the Love Good Podcast. We absolutely love walking with you in this journey of your music. We absolutely love the way our patrons have just like obviously fallen in love with you, but also followed you in your career. Mm. We just love making that happen. And it's really special when we find someone like you that we just like love and have a great relationship and can work with as much as we can. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy's always like, 
I'll work with Jackie on whatever. Like <laughs> everything we do, we'll do with Jackie. <laughs> so we love having oh, that. It means a lot to so too. it's yeah, just I can't imagine have this past, you know, two and a half years in Nashville without love good. Mm. It really has been such a gift. All right. Well, thank you so much. And we'll see you soon. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Well, my brother had his first son And I still tell everyone When I held that baby in my hands Oh, I knew there was a bigger plan You're listening to Made of Memories, okay? The very last verse, actually, of Made of Memories, which is one of these incredible new songs from Jackie Minton off of her still unreleased album called Earnest Voice. And and this is the part of the show where I get to tell you something very, very exciting, okay? I told you a little bit ago that actually Jackie Minton is going to be doing a live stream concert with us, okay? That's really amazing, but here's the catch. First of all, you got to be on our email list to not miss it. Okay, it's happening next Thursday, March 11th. But here's the catch. You've got to go to lovegoodlive.com right now, right here, right now, to get signed up for not only email reminders, that's pretty easy. We just want to make sure that you don't miss the live stream as it's happening. But also by scrolling to the very bottom of lovegoodlive.com, you can become a patron. Now, why is it so important to become a patron? First of all, you get a meet and greet with Jackie after the show. You're hopping on Zoom with patrons all over the world who get to ask Jackie all kinds of questions about her new album and about the the live stream concert experience and just about her period. That's a really cool thing. The other big incentive right now for becoming a patron, again, at lovegoodlive.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, lovegoodlive.com, become a patron. When you do that, you also get an autographed copy of Jackie Minton's album as part of your welcome package. And this album does not yet exists in the great big wide world out there. Like it's it's not come out yet. It's only available to love good patrons. And this is your chance to not only get your hands on it before anybody else, but to get an autographed copy as well. So lovegoodlive.com for all the live stream details with Jackie Minton. Scroll to the bottom, become a patron, be a part of the meet and greet, and also get your hands on her album before anybody else. Y'all, We're so pumped about this, and we're just so pumped to continue to be on this journey, to go deeper than ever before in this call to lead with beauty and to let that beauty ultimately bring us to the truth that sets us free. It's the truth of God's love that we're talking about, right? It's the truth of redemption. And as Christians, it's very easy in a world that is so dark and despairing right now to forget what it's all about. And uh, we're grateful to be on this journey with you guys. We love you and we will uh, see you soon. Have a great rest of your week. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Love Good Podcast. 
Share this episode link on social media, leave us a review, and join our movement today by subscribing as a patron at joinlovegood.com. You'll start enjoying our premium content and seasonal packages that not only raise your standard for music, books, and art, but that also inspire you to evangelize culture through beauty. We can't wait to accompany you as you change the world.